And we're back after a short hiatus due to busyness, travel, exciting things, very exciting things. But we're back, people. What's up, guys? Got David, as always. JP is JP is moving on. And so it'll be back to the original duo. But we're back, ready to talk to you guys about what these two dumb vets are learning in this crazy world of business and logistics and PPE and import. Just realize I'm dehydrated. Oh, <laughs> is, is that why you're slurping down your pink drink from Starbucks? Yeah. I was like, oh, I need to calm down. <laughs> you get a brain freeze. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are back. JP is going back home to Florida. So it's just us uh, and, and the rest of our team. And the ladies. Mm-hmm. And our new guy in the back. <laughs> Forgot we hired him. He has nice hair, but he's not a lady. That is true. But yeah, so where to start? Oh, we'll just catch you guys up. We got to go meet someone who was influential in some of the decisions we've made with Shogun. And in life as well, in life. And to be honest, who pretty much convinced David and I to sign up for our first ultra. Yeah. And that was Mr. Nick Bear and the whole BPN team. If I knew the, where the applause thing was, I would do it. <laughs> Just hit a random one. <laughs> oh, yeah. he found it first try. It. Yeah, we got to meet Nick Bear and the BPN yeah. team. <laughs> All right, let's go back. But, you know, that was, it was awesome to meet someone that we admired and looked up to in business because what he's done with BPN is incredible. But I also, like, I took away so much from that meeting because what they really stand for, you know, what they're really, they're genuinely doing. You know, they're, uh, I'm not going to give away anything, but they're really trying to make an impact in the supplement space and do it in such a positive way. And it was, it was awesome to see how every person on his team genuinely came in every day trying to make that brand better. That was, that was something that was really cool for me, at least, is to see that, is that everyone there that we met was there to do their piece of the growing of BPN. You can tell he uh, built that place around him, um, just the way they uh, presented themselves and held themselves. Every person we talked to was built around him as being the leader of that, that company. It was pretty cool, especially just walking around their facility. Um, yeah, we've, I've been following Nick since 2016 on YouTube and uh yeah it's just pretty cool to see the levels uh leveling up he's been doing for the especially these past what six months to a year of everything it's nice to see. Yeah, it's it's very nice to see and it's it was also awesome to kind of pick his brain. Yeah. And look at what he did, you know, it's like he really focuses on staff like really focused on who he was hiring what he was hiring them to do 
making sure that they brought the tools, traits, and skill sets that were needed for the position they were filling to the table. Yeah. And he also, you know, he talked to us about how he builds, builds all of them up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that was, that was awesome to see. But yeah, it was such a, such an, an awesome trip for us. And, you know, hopefully more to come on that one where we're talking about some cool stuff. But uh, definitely if anybody from the BPN team listens or one of our few listeners, shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. Dude, some of my uh, old army buddies told me that they listened to us. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Probably not all the time, but he said he listened to an episode. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. And then we, that's awesome. And then we got to spend a day, an extra, like, not really an extra day, but got some Dude. time in Austin to. We were there for three days? Two days. Yeah. What? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, we flew in Sunday. We were there for a couple days, um, and Austin was still shut down, dude. Yeah, I did the usual. It uh, was sad. Did the usual. I'm not leaving my hotel room. I know, dude. I love like after, hotels. After meetings, David's locked a hotel room. Um, Watch, working, but locked in a hotel room. Watching HBO. Yeah, um, but Austin. It was sad, man. It was sad to see Austin. What it was at. You know, it's kind it of a shithole, though. It was just, it was shut down. There was barely anyone, anyone out. Um, did get some good barbecue at Terry Black's. That beef rib was pretty good. Yeah, that bone was. Until <laughs> I ripped that whole thing apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. The rest was eh. Well, that mac and cheese was pretty good. Actually, everything was good on it. Yeah. Except the sausage. I didn't like that. Yeah, you can't really do too much with the sausage. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was a really good trip. Um, But I will kind of use that to segue into our next topic about networking. You know, we we talk about it on here a lot, the importance of it, and I think there's a difference between discussing the importance of it and actually getting out there and networking. Yeah, and the most important part of networking, you know at least in my opinion, is actually genuinely being interested. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you talk to all these people and they're like, oh yeah, I know a guy that does this or I know these, I know people that are that work there or I know people that are doing this. And I'm like, yeah, but if you, have you ever talked to them and just asked them how their day was going and that was it, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, paid attention to what they were doing in business and acknowledged what they did. But, you know, I think that, what we've been discussing a lot of lately is networking more in the space here and networking more in Vegas to get more exposure of what we're doing and really letting people know that we're here to help, you know, I think is, um, is a big thing. And, you know, that the power of it started really with, you know, us growing and networking and helping that grow the company, but it, you really got to see it when you have these bigger meetings, you know, like going out to BPN. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I think that with you, you've gotten to see a drastic, like, I don't even know, like you've probably had a drastic epiphany on the importance of networking, especially in the space with everything you're doing right now with helping link people together, 
for what's needed with COVID and everything else. Like brokering all that, yeah. Yeah. That's very important, man. Um, just creating relationships and and building from that, sending out cold emails, getting on phone calls. Um, it just introducing yourself, the brand, and, and who you are and who you represent. It's it's um, very important, especially in these times. It doesn't have to be even PPE-related, just generally uh, being a good person over the phone. It's kind of hard to – everybody in business – like has that old school mindset of uh, everything's mine. Don't show anybody anything and don't share how to do anything. And so uh, when you actually meet people that are like-minded and, and just generally interested in getting to know who they are and what they do and to see if you can collaborate or facilitate something together, I think it's uh, very important, especially in business. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I think it's shocking to see how many people just genuinely want to help one another and how many people that we've been talking about business with lately that are just like, yeah, I just want to work with you guys. Yeah. Because I think that what we, what we do not only with Shogun, but what we're really doing with Shieldworks is kind of turning the industry on its side mm-hmm. and like, hey, guys, this is what we're doing. This is what we're here to help you with. We're doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And... That's that's how it's going. Um, and, you know, I I feel like I grow every single day when I walk in here. Like, I replied to a comment, you uh, replied to a text last night that you sent me. And normally I would have replied something completely different, but I was like, you know, I just look at things a little bit different now, even on a day-to-day basis, because there's things that we're picking up, there's things that we're learning. About the uh, Peaky Blinders? No, definitely with <laughs> that. God, I'm like re-obsessed with that show. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. I think that people aren't doing it enough and people aren't doing it, the networking side of everything, they're not doing it from the right viewpoint or the right position. Yeah, You know, they're doing it to get something out of it rather than to be a part of a group that's helping one another. And I just think that it's just two different viewpoints when you look at it. Yeah. You know, but I mean, that is part of getting older. Which Dude, I smell so good right now. Oh, uh, by the <laughs> way, David just got his new Tom Ford cologne and lipstick in. Oh, jeez. And it does smell good, but man, he sprayed so much in my office right now. I have a headache. I sprayed one spray. I know at a time. <laughs> one, <laughs> you sprayed one and then I sprayed one on myself. Okay. Three. Three sprays, exactly. In the office, not on me, you know. I'm not. But he's he's trying to. I'm trying to. I'll, got Tom Ford underwear coming in the, in the mail, bud. Yeah, I know. You've stepped up the game. Big big boy now. Yeah. But it's um a lot has been going on with us lately. You know, uh, I did turn 35. Getting old, man. Um, I've noticed more gray hair. That's coming in thicker. Um, and you know, along with that, we've, we've grown a lot and the company has grown a lot. And what I've learned as my part of that is that we were growing and we were growing quickly. Yeah. And when you grow quickly, a lot of times you're not prepared for that growth. So we would basically just 
cope and figure out what was going on. You know, we would figure out what worked, what worked the most efficiently, how to best service our clients. And then we would do that. And, you know, during that, we have gone through quite a bit of growing pains. You know, we've gone through multiple different systems, multiple different CRMs. We've gone through multiple different staff. You know, and what I've what I've realized now is now we're at a place to where it's running smooth yeah. and it's time to organize. And I think that there's a, to be honest, I think there's a fine balance between focusing on getting organized and focusing on growth and how you have to do both. You know, we have to get organized during this time because your first growth I think you're okay being a little bit unorganized, mm-hmm. but the second growth comes from organization because you're able to be organized with how you're marketing, how you're outflowing, what stats you're looking at. You know, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been, I've had a lot of attention on it lately, yeah, as you know, but getting everything organized and really focusing on, what's important, what message you're trying to send, all those things kind of come into that. You know, it's like I I was texting with David um, earlier and I was like, dude, we really need to get on the podcast. We got to, we're the ones that are going to make the difference. You know, and it's, it's setting aside wanting to go home and lay on the couch or setting aside wanting to go out and grab drinks or setting, pushing those things aside for definitely a later time. But focusing on what got you to the dance and making sure that you're doing those things and making sure you're organized so you can look at the statistics behind them. Yeah, I think we just basically got comfortable with being chaotic. Yes. And then we got, I think we went overzealous and we're like, hey, let's fix everything at once. (laughs) Yeah. We should have just been like, like, let's do this part, this section, this section, this section. But we took what a solid month or two of just trying out fifty two different systems and and different ways to get stats, different ways to track things and I think we I think we just got pretty much over it. <laughs> yeah, I think that what we did was we looked at you know, what is it? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Yeah. We both looked at it and we're like, I can finish that thing in one bite. I got this. And I get it, we're thick, but we're not eat a whole elephant in one bite thick. Uh, I, saw my, I saw myself walking when I wasn't prepared. <laughs> 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 my reflection, I was like, fuck, <laughs> you're fat, bud. You're fat. <laughs> so you are solid 224 pounds of not muscle. Oh, my God. That was the best, that was the best <laughs> way to word anything. <laughs> I saw myself when I was walking, and I wasn't prepared. To see myself. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a little reflection, man. It was it was it was gross. Yeah, man. But I mean I'm we have to I'm almost debating on going back and th- getting that thousand dollar uh the HGC or whatever. That shot. Yeah. Um I you know, I just think that when you look at when you look at business, when you look at life, when you look at fitness, when you look at health, when you look at all those things you do it one piece at a time. And I think the one thing we got away from is 
we made these elaborate plans to get everything fixed at once rather than, like you said, it's like, okay, we want to be able to track all of our clients better. Yeah. Okay. So let's find a CRM that gets, that works. Let's continue to get that in place. Let's use it to the, to its capabilities. And then let's focus on the next thing while still keeping everything going. Yeah. But I think we realized we're not a normal corporation or company. I think we need something simple, stupid, you know? Yeah. I, I definitely think we need something simple and stupid, but I, think that there is going to be there's always a meet in the middle yeah you know we are we are unique in what we do we are unique in what we offer we also have a we have a lot of capabilities that a lot of companies in the space don't have we just jump in 15 different directions because we have so many companies and it's hard to track that yeah except for in our head yeah i know <laughs> i was talking to david last night and i was mm -hmm. like Hey, I'm sending an email to the whole team. I want to see what everyone's working on, projects, deals, everything, new clients. And I was like, I need that. I need to see that in an email because a lot of people, the only reason or the only thing that David and I know is what's in our head and what we're working on, you know, and it's it's crazy to see that we were able to do the do what we've done without a lot of organization as far as that side goes. Yeah. And able to deliver an abundance to our clients. And uh, it's that, that part of everything has just been, been interesting. You know, it's been the biggest growing year for us. I think one as people, two as businessmen and three just in life and maturity. Yeah. You know, when we, when we look at all that, but you know, I, I, I'll say that one of the other big takeaways I've learned is the importance of balance and time management. You know, I, it's like, we'll go three days solely focusing on shield works and it has to be a balance of focusing on everything we're doing. It's, I'll go a week without really even sitting down with Sahara to have dinner because we're trying to run and do so much. Yeah. You know, look at what we've, look at what we've experienced with our weight. Like David and I are both thick right now. We both weighed in, did everything and we're, we're making a change on that and we're going to fix that. But we also have to find the balance to do it, you know, and, I think that the one thing that I never take as an excuse is I don't have time because there's always time that can be created Yeah, by replacing something positive or something healthy with whatever else you're doing. But it's, it's interesting. It's been a lot of learning, man, a lot of reflecting, a lot of balance searching. I don't know. I mean, I could, I could talk about that for the next four hours of what I've taken away from that. Balance. Good luck, man. Yeah. S seems like with what we're going through, it's easy to, dude, and I answered a text at 2 a.m. in the morning. I heard it go off. I looked at my phone. I was like, okay, I know the answer to this. <laughs> yeah. And I responded back to it. And so it's like, it's easy just to get lost in it man Especially, yeah 
especially since it's it's exciting, you know? Yeah, I will say it's definitely exciting, mm-hmm. but I think that the one thing we have to do is we have to look and, you know, just like when you look at what type of, type of leader you wanted to be, you looked and took traits from, uh, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit from this person, a little bit from that person, or what type of coach you wanted to be when you were, like, coaching at the CrossFit gym. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want to be this type of coach because I like what that guy did there. I like what she did over there. I like what this, that, and the other. And, you know, just like in business and business owners, it's, I like pieces of everybody that I've been around. You know, I like the way MJ, I have so much admiration for how organized he is and how meticulous he is. You know, I love like, the depth of knowledge that MC has because it's, 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 he, he knows a lot about a lot. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't think I, you just haven't spent enough time with all that. Yeah. Um, Nick, Nick's a completely different story. You know, Nick is the one that brought me in and gave me the opportunity and we're doing all these together with all the, all the boys. Yeah. But you know, Nick, Nick just puts his head down and gets stuff done. And, you know, I've never seen, I've never been around someone that potentially has the most amount of stress and is still the way he is. <laughs> it's just, you know, and he balances time with his kids, time with his wife, time to stay healthy, time to grow the companies, you know. He balances all of that. And, you know, then you look at, you know, other other people that we look up to. I mean, look at Nick. We'll talk about Nick Bear for a second. It's like wakes up every morning and gets his run in. You know, finishes his run, goes to the office, is at the office, works out at lunch if he has to. Yeah. And then works and then works out again. Then he goes and spends time with his now wife. Congratulations, by the way. But, you know, he does that. And I think that when I look at all these people, you know, you you tried to, you kind of put me in check on it a little bit. Yeah, you know, nobody, check, nobody, nobody really shows the negative, but. I mean, you see that all these people are making time because they're, they want to, you know, and it's, I think that a lot of it is decision-based. Yeah. Or technically all of it is decision-based because all you're doing is making a decision that, hey, I'm going to start waking up at X time and then I'm going to do this. And then first part of my day, I'm going to confront these things. I think I've been waking up around four or five in the morning. Not like super consistently, but I think I like waking up that early, getting up, uh, getting a workout in, and then starting work early. I like, I would prefer to finish early, but <laughs> I haven't been doing that. But uh, it's, it like knocks everything out of the day to where, I mean, it's not a super great workout. No, you're never going to get something super great at 5, 6 a.m. in the morning, but it's something, you know? So yeah. it's like, I'm not this power lifter anymore. I'm not, a, I don't bully. I don't CrossFit. It's just, I'm just trying to be healthy. <laughs> yeah. And I like to eat too much to, to continue how we're doing it. And so yeah. it's, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're good. Now, do you, like for me, I also like waking up early, but I like waking up early and starting my day. Like, I'm the guy that, like, I wake up, I take a shower, I go downstairs, I make coffee, and I open my laptop. 
to be honest, I've been debating because I heard an article that Trump only sleeps like four hours sporadically, takes naps. You heard an article or you read an article? I heard over the news article. I don't know, but okay. I'm tired. I get uh, it. <laughs> um, not that I'm like a super Trump fan, but like how he just takes naps and then he gets up, like he'll wake up at midnight and work. I think I'm going to start doing that because I think I can build my Rolodex to where I can work all hours of the night and there's yeah. always somebody. Dude, like we need to be on the East Coast because that's everybody's, everybody's talking to me at that time. I like. 3 a.m. in the morning, somebody sent me a message. It's like, oh, geez, they're up. Okay. You cool. know that Nick, while building this company, uh, at one point in time, he lived in the Bahamas, but the China office, building China to West and Shield. Oh, I thought China. you were talking. I was like, Nick Bear. I don't, no, no. I'll, while I Nick, I remember that YouTube video, buddy. While Nick was building everything, part of that time was he, a large chunk of that time he was in the Bahamas. And the Bahamas are Florida time. Okay. So East Coast time. And he was up during all office hours in China. Jeez. And so, so like, what, he, from midnight on? Yeah, so basically his day started at, <clears throat> what, 6 p.m.? So his day started at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., and went until 6 a.m., yeah. Or 5 a.m. And then he would sleep for a couple hours, get up, take the kids to school, come back, sleep a little bit more. And then that was his schedule for a long time. So imagine, like, that's why when I talk about how much I admire all those guys, it's like he, he built it while he was also doing that and also trying to have a life with his wife and kids. Yeah. And so when when we look at it, it's it's all decision, man. It's making the time. Actually, you know. I think I might change my schedule next week just because f- we're on this diet yeah. and we're changing. And so it's like I want to see, like, I I enjoy a nap right after work. Like around 5, 6 o'clock, I'll, I enjoy taking like a one-hour, two-hour nap. And I'll wake up and I'll be up to midnight. Maybe take a two, three-hour nap there and then get up and s- start my day and then just repeat that, you know. Probably try to get within all the naps and, and all that, try to get in six hours of sleep, I think I think I would be more productive. I'm not a typical nine-to-five kind of guy, dude. Like, I don't like being here all day. Because yeah. it's, like, it's like I can do my work from home, <laughs> to be honest. Unless I need to be here to make sure shit gets done, which hasn't which is, been. Which is what you end up doing. <laughs> I mean, Jess has been fucking taking over. So it's, it's unless I need to be here if it's a big day, it, most of the time I can work from home. It's e- it's easier just to work from home, sitting in bed and just on, on my computer. And so I think I just w- I want to play with my hours and see. Um, just because it's like I'm, this is repetitive. I don't like being doing repetitive things. Yeah, I just think that we're at such a unique point that we need to be here because we also have a younger staff. We also have a newer staff. We're also growing, and so it's – they a lot of the times they need to see what we what we're doing and what we expect out of them and we have to be here for that. I think we just need to start training. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely need definitely agree with that. But it's uh, you know, it's it's, it's on me too though because you're like train them because I, I suck at training or you said you suck at training. <laughs> I haven't been in a training mood <laughs> the past few months. I've been like coasting and doing my own thing, and so it's like I need to 
get myself out of a slump and actually start training people. You know? Yeah. I think it's just, I've never been a part of a game that ha- always had so many moving pieces. That yeah. Always. It's like random email comes in at 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night. And it's like, hey, you guys have seven containers arriving tomorrow. And then. Luckily, those days are almost gone. <laughs> and then, you know, another one is somebody calling at, like, I've taken calls just like you have at 425 in the morning from East Coast clients. Yeah. And they're like, we have to get three truckloads out today. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, we, we're just, we're playing a game that's different. Yeah. And so it's all about training those people. You know, it's like, we've talked about it a lot and we all have the importance of our roles here and whatever those roles mean. But I do think like for me personally, I like working in the evenings. I am also on the phone with China a bit. Yeah. And so I don't, I like working in the evenings. I like, leaving the office at seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. I actually enjoy that, you know? And so it's just, yeah, I think that it's honestly going to turn into like an overlap of you're here super early. I come in still early, but I leave late. You leave a little bit earlier and we just kind of figure it all out. Yeah. But you know, it's, we we're moving so fast and dude, I was here at like 5 a.m. I believe this morning and it was nice. I was just, Answering emails, getting I was on phone calls and stuff, um, but it was nice. It was quiet and just nice to be by myself and get stuff done. You know, I use I get caught up in you being here and the group being here to where I'll just walk back and forth and then just work from my phone. You know, rather than be on my computer and actually into it. You know, into work. It's, I think the phone is more of a passive working where I'm just checking emails, responding, sending text messages, but when you're on the computer, you can actually be super more productive, super more. Jeez, I am. I think you're tired, Bubba. <laughs> you can be even more productive. Yeah. I agree. It's like I take my laptop with me everywhere, and that's I literally sit behind it all day and most nights, to be honest. But, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're learning, man, and I think that we're – it's just part of what we're going to experience. You know, it's – uh, we've we've got a lot we've got a long ways to go but at least we know that we can do what we what we make agreements to do and that's what we're that's where we're going you know and i think that it's going into us also you know wanting to do more now we're discussing about um doing something big for the va and we're finalizing everything in regards to that and we'll we'll release that soon yeah i thought in, that was a a good idea over uh guy date yeah uh, you know that was that was a great idea you know another thing that I'll, I'll mention is you know if you have a small team and you're like David and I do a night once a week or once every other week to where you guys just go grab dinner and it's just make the, money it's just the two of you uh, it's you know I, I I never realized the importance of it and why I see a lot of people do it but it gets us out of this environment and it's a little bit more freeing, you know, as far as like free thinking, free thoughts and all that stuff. Yeah. And we're able to discuss a lot more away from it. I think when we drink is actually when we have a great conversation, you know, when we're drunk, last time we got drunk, was it just you and I? 
Yeah, it was back in California. Yeah, back in California, we did the gauntlet. Yeah, that was seven months ago. And then we just got, we got like super tipsy and we're going to go to a bunch of different places. We end up just staying at one and just talked all, yeah. all night. Yeah. And did I get emotional and cry? Uh, yeah, it was the first time I've seen you cry in a long time. Uh, you know, I don't think I cried. But um, yeah, it's like just do things, do things together to build the relationship. And, you know, if you're, if you're like us, like we're addicted to the game. That's really what it is, is we're addicted to succeeding and we're addicted to growing the company and everything else and it's just find balances in that because don't get me wrong david and i talk about life and business and fitness pretty much every day all day long and sometimes it's just a little bit more relaxing to do at a dinner i think i think playing golf whatever when you play with the the bigger individuals or the bigger groups, the bigger companies, and just see how they conduct themselves, and and you can see your similarities, and like I know everybody sees it. I'm better than that guy, or I can do better than that guy, or I'm smarter than that guy, or like I'm just as equal as that person, you know, in business or in the mindset of how you conduct yourself. I think you and I both got to experience that at a very quick pace and rapid yeah. growth and and i think we both saw that and now everything's back to even to where we're back to normal and and still still working and still building i think we we still see that that higher echelon of of business that we're gonna uh, strive to get to and it's like you and i like we may stumble and fall every now and then but there's no no stopping us we're I, i'm determined within the next five to ten years to to be at that level and we're year one basically yeah you know we're year we're going into year three for shogun and or we're in year three for shogun and we're finishing up year one for shieldworks i just barely came out of retirement (laughs) (laughs) a year ago (laughs) you know but we're we're at that point and i think that you know when everybody said it's a roller coaster ride it it really does have its ups and downs you know, that's the truth of it all. And I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. The lucky the lucky part about what we're doing is we are lucky enough to be around those people. And we're lucky enough to spend time with those people. And we're lucky enough to see what they do. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I see in every one of them always circles back around to the team they have around them. Yeah. It, it really does. You know, it circles back around to the people that they have around yeah, and the people that allow them to free up time to focus on growth, free up time to focus on bigger deals, free up time to focus on organization, focus on marketing, focusing on getting the name out there, networking, all of those things. All those things are very time consuming. And, you know, having a good team around you that allows you to focus on those is where everything kind of makes its move, you know? Yeah. So we, we know that we're both determined. We know that we will make mistakes. We also know that we're, to be honest, not, I, you know, I'll never be the one to be like, I'll never fail. No, I'll fail at things, but I will always get back on the horse, you know? Yeah. So what's next? What's next for us, man? Next. Next for us. We are you getting 
Big Evil thoughts? Oh, yeah. Oh, Maybe. yeah. Watching the Peaky Blinders and watching how he built that empire, that is what's next. I'm down. It's, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting the hat and the razor blade tomorrow. <laughs> Fucking done with it. No. You know, I, 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 uh, I think next for us is a lot of organization, a lot of, a lot of getting things properly done so that the faucet can be turned on for growth. Um, it's, we're going to be adding a few people to the team. Um, and that's another big step. So you and I can free up going after the bigger clients, free up doing a lot more. Um, uh, yeah, once we, once we hit phase doing three, some more man. training. Yeah. Once we hit phase three, um, you and I are going out every night, socializing, networking and meeting new people, man. There's so much opportunity out here in Vegas. It's, it's ridiculous. Just like yeah. a person you bump into and have a chat with, um, it can be a potential uh, sell, you know, just like I said, with, with your, your brother's company and, and doing the government bids, you know, it's like it, our opportunities are endless, you know? Yeah. I, so I will say the word. If it's a enough. product, we, we have it, <laughs> which is, which is crazy, you know, or we can find it or we can figure out how to find it or, you know, it can be manufactured. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, it's time to go get it. And, you know, it's, I think we've, talked about it and planned for it and and basically just sat here i think it was it's on both of us i think it's because everything all at once of of us both getting out of shape and not happy with the life aspect or our, our physical appearance aspect um moving to a new place getting into a bigger facility and the stresses of that trying Doing doing a proper P and L and realizing that hey we need to make more money, you know. Yeah. And so it's like all those compounding and then just like, I mean we have our our supporting staff but it's us you know. Yes. Yeah. So it's like if if you're having a bad week one week I'm having a bad week next week and we just keep alternating months have gone gone by without any growth, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like, like don't get me wrong we've grown. It's like we looked at how many passively. We, yeah, we 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 <laughs> haven't grown at the speed we could. Yeah. And right. we haven't grown to the level we could already be at. Yeah. But um like we looked at the number of clients we had a couple of days ago and we we're like, "Holy shit." You know? Yeah. And that's been cool, but yeah, you're right. I think that the uh, organization and balance, dude. That's really I mean we'll probably end up fucking titling this podcast that because that's what it's been about, man, is balance of everything outside of life and organization, everything inside the office and inside the company. It's like, those are the things we have to have to really get down so that we can grow. And so that we can free everything up. You know, it's like, I went down on that Mexico trip, uh, beginning part of the year before we made the move out here. And, went down to Mexico and someone I genuinely admire and look up to was like, Dane, you're, you're living to work, not working to live. And I think that though that becomes phases of your life, you know, it's like you work your ass off so you can start living the life you want to live. In 10 years, we're doing that doctor life. Oh, Tuesdays dude, and Thursdays, absolutely. three to six, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> sold, sold. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's like I, I just I think that next for us is really getting fucking organized, really getting our other life dynamics in order um, and getting ourselves where we want to be. And then, you know, there's there's a book that I want you to read because I'm going to read it again. And it was uh, I think it was by the Richter group yeah. and it was called What Works. Are you talking to me or our audience? Because, you know, I don't read books. We'll get you the audio book. Um, <laughs> But it's called What Works, and it was about a CEO that wrote down everything he did every day so he could see what worked and what didn't work. And it was just a good book. That sounds and, like too much work. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just I admired it, and I got a lot from it. But I think that this year is a lot of learning. I think that it's always going to be that way, a lot of learning, a lot of fine-tuning, getting organization in, getting, getting the proper people around us. Because mm-hmm. um, that's another thing that I look at is – yeah. You know, we we definitely didn't apply the Gary V method on that one. We didn't. We did. We hired fast and fired fast, or fired slow, yeah. not hired slow, fired fast. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I'm a huge advocate of, of of you. You look good, feel good, and do good. You know. So I think it's the whole for me. You know, not wanting to go out there because I don't feel good about myself. You know. Um, don't get me wrong. I can send a decent email and talk talk to you over the phone pretty good <laughs> but actually going out there and and being that network person and trying to uh network for all through our three four businesses whatever how many you're going to start um i think that's what's been holding me back and and keeping me a funk here it's just you're just tired dude being 30 40 pounds overweight you're just you can't perform like <laughs> Like you would when you're in shape and yeah. healthy and feeling good, and you—I mean—we're still working 16 plus hour days, being out of shape, you know. So it's like, once you start feeling good about yourself, that's when you, you can actually start, driving and and steering the ship towards something. So I think this next six weeks is going to be a, a very interesting time. Yeah. Six weeks. We're on a six-week diet. Yeah, it's like we're both trying to get down a large chunk, large number in six weeks. But I'm trying to at least look decent in a suit on my birthday. Exactly. Decent. But, uh, yeah, we've got that going on. Um, what else is next? We're going to be probably doing a, a trip. Yeah, our buddy uh, our buddy uh, Dan Smith came out. Well, it was here yesterday, right? Yeah. He was, yeah, he was uh, on a retreat. And for veterans, for veterans in Utah or Zion, um, and he hit me up on Facebook. I didn't know where he was or whatnot, and he was like, "Hey, I got a few hours. Let's meet up." Told him to stop on by, and it was nice seeing him, man. It like it's for some people like just time stops, and you're like, "Okay, cool. You live your life. I'm gonna live my life." And you went and you meet up again, and it's just like, "Oh, that friendship kicks off." and it's cool to have those kind of guys like Dan. I wasn't even that close to him back in the day, but like we had so many stories of just us partying and drinking and just yeah. memories, you know, and just shared experiences. Um, it, it was cool to see him and, and, and catch up with him. Yeah. We're going to go. I think we're going to go out to Texas and do a hunt with him. We've that been talking be about that. Do that at Christmas or something. Yeah, we've got that. And then we've got <clears throat> the big push into Q4, man, getting – Getting everything growing still, not taking our foot off the gas for growth, but getting everything prepared for 
to be honest, organization for 2021. That's really what it is. It's focus on the growth, everything Q4, and then continuing oh, yeah. to get organized so that we can really, really push it, you know? That's what I tell you. Like, you need to always focus on the three to six months and longer, and then I'll focus on the now. And you kind of figure that out with, like, you know what? You do PPE. I don't got time. You know, I need to build 3PL. I need to build Shogun. And so it's like, hey, we can, like, when I need you, I need you. When I don't, I really don't bother you too much, you know? And so it's like, I, you really need, because you are the president of this company, you started these companies, you know? So it's like, you need to focus with, with Nick and MJ and MC and all them. Uh, focus on what the, what the three to six months and then the three to five year plan to see where we're going to go. And then just fill me in and we can make it happen. But it's like, as of right now, it's just like with everything that we're doing, it's just easy for, for us to get lost, but we kind of got to guide each other back to the, the right path of what, yeah. how to grow this company. We know how to grow it. We just choose to keep getting into our funks and, and our bad habits. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, it's going to be a big year. It's definitely been a, a, a very big year of learning. Um, it's time for us to make the difference. It's time for us to turn this on its side and it's time for us to be known for the people that really fucking help other help our clients and help other people and really make a change. You know, we got a lot going on with, with, with what we want to do with veterans. We have a lot going on with what we want to do with helping other co- companies and helping other entrepreneurs grow. We have a lot going on with helping our staff grow and growing ourselves. Yeah. And we have a bunch going on, but yeah, man, we're going to be back on the podcast once a week. We've made it mandatory for him and I to do that. So we'll be back once a week talking about what we, what we have going on. It'll be released every Wednesday. I'll be uploading it now until we have somebody else on board to do that. And yeah, it's going to be big growth. It's going to be getting back balance, getting back some balance in life and really figuring out what works for us and how we can push this thing forward. Yeah. But thank you guys. And this is Two Dumb Vets. We're out. See you guys.